0: Hello, friends. I'm your host, Chris Thrill. I'm a former Royal Marines Commando. I've adventured for better and sometimes worse across 80 countries on all seven continents. Welcome to the Port the T-shirt Podcast. Eli, how are we doing, mate? Very, very well, Chris. Good. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Real privileged. fantastic. Well, you know, life can get a bit mundane until you discover the occult. <laughs> <laughs> and then I found it gets quite spicy and quite interesting. And and I, I'll tell you one thing, Eli, and I don't know if you've experienced this, but I've just met such great people since I've been on this journey. I'm now surrounded by just great, great, great people all the time of have you had a similar experience? I just think we've all done this before. <laughs> what, some sort of reincarnation? Or
1: Yeah, I, I think we've all done this hundreds, if not thousands of times before together, and uh, we're just meeting up now, you know, because, cause, you know, my journey to you is extraordinary. My journey to other people around me at the moment, like you say, is extraordinary. Um, but it's not extraordinary, is it? It's the way it's meant to be.
0: Yes. Yes. It is the way it's meant to be. So I don't even I, I didn't really I didn't even write any notes because I just wanted to chat. We were going to talk about unity consciousness and and this kind of stuff. Use okay, let's start. So first off, I wanted to say to our friends at home, um, that sometimes as a podcast we touch on some things that if you dwell too long on them they're quite dark and they can get negative. And I always say to people, you know, don't watch that stuff if you're feeling down. On the other hand, life I've found has been about joining up the dots and you can't join up the dots if you don't have them. So what we try and do, Eli, Eli, is take a sort of lighthearted look at what people are doing. Like, for example, somebody kindly left a message this week. I'm sorry, I can't forget your name because I didn't plan on showing this, but it's uh Paul Weller and Suggs video for their song, Who Do You Think You Are? And the more keen observers amongst you will immediately uh notice a few things of interest in that that picture, not least of which the Saturn the uh Saturn symbology or image imagery I should say that the video goes on to show. And it's not only fascinating that a lot of people are involved in this and li- that's how they live their lives, especially people that want to remain in the limelight or make a fortune in business like that's your your Elon Musks and the like who all use symbology, um, symbology in the occult, I should say. But um, yeah, just just a lighthearted look at this, friends. But also Eli said something very powerful is, what we have to avoid here and what you see massively on platforms like YouTube is division, is duality, and that's exactly what we don't want. When you find yourself, you know, wanting to take down the cabal and da da, da it's, you've got to remember there isn't a them, there's only an it, <laughs> a thing, the all, the everything – and your position in that is to understand how to manipulate energy to make the changes in this reality that 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 you so wish. So we have to be careful, all of us, and I think we all fall prey to it of thinking there's a, there's another and trying to trying to isolate them and uh, alienate them and make them the enemy because I think that those
1: exact individuals, Eli, that's what they want you to do absolutely they they seed what we create and uh it's that's the way it's always been the uh obsolete as i like to call them um they (laughs) because they are and we know they're going down um everyone's playing a role and you know we're a free will planet right and free will you have to have light and dark and talking about symbolism you know the masonic squares on the, on the chessboard, it's the light and dark. Um, it's the, uh, it's Hogwarts. Um, and as I said recently to someone, I said, what's happening at the moment is we're all out. So, you know, I'm working for the light and I'm working for the love. Yeah. I'm working for the love because love is creation and, uh, the universe, the one story, um, is all about creation. And so I'm working for creation. (laughs) And there are people working for destruction. And what's happened is there's a huge imbalance. And the creators, the people who are living in creation spirit, as I call it, they've let this cabal, they've let the destructive powers get too much power. Um, I'm not saying we're to blame, but, you know, the old adage, you know, good men need to stand up. And if they don't stand up, (laughs) then they create chaos. And that's what's happened. They, they, you know, they're very deceptive, they're ultimately deceptive, and they're hardwired to destroy. Um, And anybody who thinks that they're not trying to destroy the planet is mistaken, because they're trying to destroy everything. Um, And that's a real hard mindset to get into. And let's not dwell on it, because it's not going to happen. Because people like me and you and millions of people across the planet are waking up to the fact that the people who are supposedly in power supposedly in charge are 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 not working for the majority and they are working for very few so you know the the light and dark thing is interesting because we do we, we have a role and i i use that metaphor of hogwarts because everybody can see each other and at the top of the tree we all need to work it out together you know um but if we don't stand up and we say well this is who we are then they can't address us because ultimately when we stand up they run away they're terrified of us
0: (laughs) who who are we saying are they then eli i mean i talk enough about this on my show i think i've got a pretty pretty good grasp at it um We've looked a lot of the Sabbatean Frankist, yeah. uh, which I think just covers all of it really but but you I mean i, I when it comes to Saturnalia and Saturn, Saturn worshipping um i I'm all sort of fairly new to this. So I don't know how that fits in with the Sabbatean Frankists, other than the fact these are ancient you know this sort of all goes back to ancient Babylon.
1: well, I think the story is a lot older than that. Um, I think that there are mo- there are moments in time which have which have been kept for us to see and join the dots. But talking about the the Saturn worship, um, it, it's actually to do with sacred geometry, um, and it, it's uh, it, it is quite complex. But in effect, and I'll explain this. So if you go, I, I want to talk about the Egyptian netters. Um, now, you know. And, and I think that that's a really good place to start. And I think that that node, that moment in time with all that evidence has, that has been left for us is really, really powerful because, um, the Egyptian gods weren't gods. They were devices. They were guardians of knowledge for us to use to control the net. Now, now the net is, um, a, uh, if I can put it this way, a divine grid. Of energy that is all around the universe and in hinduism they call it indra's net and it is and it is um it is punctuated by diamonds that all light each other up um so let me just finish with the this bit for the netters because it's really important so um the person who's who he's the guy to really go and look at is a guy called robert j gilbert and uh, if your audience want to look into this, he's the guy, um, and he also uh, talks about Rosicrucian uh, self initiation, which is also really, really powerful stuff. Because interestingly enough, uh, Chris, and somebody who would be fantastic on your show is Mark Passio. and um, I don't know whether you've heard of Mark, but um, he he's an ex, you know, Satanist, and he many years ago did a great talk on natural law um and he's a he's a superb guy he's actually his podcast is almost unwatchable because he just he just shouts and balls at his audience it's 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 hilarious
0: can i just um, say one thing and i don't wish to sound disparaging to any of our fellow uh, presenters of whatever it is they're presenting but there's quite a few of them a shouty yeah and i he- it's hard not to I, obviously you can't write off everyone's knowledge because guys like mark know an awful lot i i would just say which if i was life coaching someone these guys are not enlightened yeah right? because the anger that comes out of them is is symbolic of division symbolic of the the other um like i say not not wishing to be rude Eli, but you were the yeah. one that you were the one that said we had to avoid you know duality at all costs and yeah, I, it, for me, for me, I consider myself an enlightened individual and um, my third eye sees the dimensions where someone is from, from, it just picks up on their energy. <laughs> I'm like, yo, um, like I say, I, not, not, I'm not being critical of anyone.
1: I'm just I've flagging it up as a point. Um, what What I would say, Chris, just to come in there, what I would say is the reason I bring Mark up is... He's got his own trauma to deal with. He's got his own healing journey. And there's a lot of spiritual bypassing that goes on where people are not doing the inner work themselves and not looking at their own issues. And Mark is one of those people. What he has done is he's come out and he's said, and I truly believe this, that the esoteric and the occult is now becoming mainstream. And that's why I mentioned his name. Um, But the person to really talk, to, to touch on this subject is, is Robert J. Gilbert and he's on Gaia TV. He's an incredible guy. And um just to just to start off the the sacred geometry journey, because there's a reason why people or the 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 power, the obsoletes worship Saturn and it's because it is the symbol of the material world. And just like the trefelin that the the Jewish people have on their heads or on their arms or the kaba that everybody walks around in mecca they are the same they are the same symbol and they're casting their consciousness um, into the black cube which represents materialism so they're working on a quantum level they're working with consciousness and that's where we all need to be and clearly you're on that journey um, and the, the guests that you have on, uh, very often you're having conversations which are very much about consciousness. So um, in the beginning, let's just go right back to the beginning. Uh, and this is where we get the the compass in the Masonic symbol. If you have a compass and you put a dot, that is the spark of life. And that's a male, you know, you can, the symbolism of the sperm is is that dot, the spark of life. And then the, the, the circle is the womb of creation. So it's the feminine and the masculine coming together. And just like the sperm that does its little job and the woman does the creation, the compass does the same thing. Um, now you can write a whole, you can, we could do a whole podcast just about the dot and the circle. Mm. Um, when you introduce the ruler, which is underneath the set square, that is male. And you can then make shapes that are that have lines before you could only make lines uh circular lines you could only make feminine lines but once you bring in that that uh that set square you're really in business and you can make every shape so the uh though that masonic symbol because it's all been hijacked you know the 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 masonic movement freemasonry is, is the western mystery tradition and it's been hijacked because everything gets hijacked and infiltrated. Um, the fundamental basis of masonry, which, you know, the Blue Lodge and the lower people, um, you know, they don't really know. It's only when you go up the ladder. Um, what's interesting is that we all need to self-initiate ourselves into these traditions. That's that's my takeaway from that. And we can do that. And the Rosicrucian tradition did that. Um, and obviously Rudolf Steiner was a, a huge, part of that, that uh, expansion of knowledge with Rosicrucian um, initiations. And you find that uh, geometry is the key to working with uh, divine energy, with with, uh, you know, with source energy, and you can uh, tap into different types of energy by, um, I don't want to say worship, because that's wrong. And it's kind of, you know, it's Vatican language, but so these black cubes are just the representation of materialism saturnalia um and in fact I'll, I'll I'll bring in at this point this incredible book by a guy called arthur moros i don't know whether you can see that is um, it the cult of the black cube it's called the cult of the yes. black cube it's about 15 years old um it's a really really interesting book and he he is a, a saturn worshiper but and he he categorically says that people who worship Saturn um, they want uh to they, they want the entrails of animals they want absolute disgustingness they want manure they want the dregs they want the absolute you know end degree of the darkness because that's the worship of Saturn um, I mean planetary speaking, Jupiter is the you know zeus is the uh i'm not saying the opposite but the counterpart to saturn and it, the the great conjunction that happened in on the 21st of december uh 2021 and also the 21st of december 2012 um meant that saturn's power is is being reduced and it'd be good to hear what other what astrologers think about that because it's not my my forte but certainly there is is a cosmic movement that's happening. um, And Saturn's power is waning, partly because we're me and you are having a conversation about the power of the black cube and Saturn. Um, It's all it is is it's just the, you know, it is the worship of the degenerate energies of the universe, and the the dark energies of the universe. That's all it is. Um, When people talk about, you know, old Satanism, it's It's just, I don't know whether you've seen the film Babylon, have you seen that film with Brad Pitt and um, Margot Robbie? No, I don't, don't think I I I have
0: Eli, no. no.
1: So, so that film is absolutely brilliant because it shows you it's the birth of Hollywood and it shows you the energy and the consciousness that Hollywood is built on and it's just absolute degeneracy. It's it's the exact opposite of the beautiful world that we want and the beautiful people. And Margot Robbie is, I mean, you know, hands up. They're all in the club, right? They've all taken the offer. Um, but she plays this degenerate actress so well. Um, and, you know, it's a long film and you kind of get the point. You know what I mean? It's like it, they just drag out the same theme that Hollywood is degenerate, you know. But they're showing us, they have to tell us, and... Um, You know these these systems are going to break down they've had their day um you know the earth itself will not allow this energy to continue um and you know uh, there's the there's that meme of all the black cubes outside all the banks city city bank and vanguard and blackrock and they all worship this same thing the question for me at the moment chris is just i'll just finish with my sentence the question for me at the moment is how do we bring in an energy to replace that? That's my question at the moment because it, it it's over that energy is over mm. um, and it, I don't know how long it's going to take to to wane, but uh, it, it, that energy is over it's done and uh, we can take great strength from that um, and like you said at the beginning, um, there are people around who are coming out with messages and you know keys codes wisdom paths just out of nowhere and and that's another sign that that we're on the ascendancy and all this 3d optics around us as it always has been is pure distraction and we need to ignore it 100 percent. just ignore every single thing that the matrix is giving us because it's not us um it's 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 a big step and um it is difficult because people have been programmed to what I would call enjoy the fear. You know, they they enjoy, they, they revel in the darkness, you know, in the fact that the news has always been bad. You know, I remember being a teenager and thinking, why is the news always bad? You know, it's like, and then you get the skateboarding dog at the end. It's like, what the, f-? you know, it's like, so anyway, I interrupted you, Chris. So
0: you know. No, I was just going to say they're a bunch of bankers. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm pretty juvenile in my outlook on life, but it's, it's done me well for 54 years.
1: <laughs> well, it's interesting. I, I, it, I said to somebody the other day, um, we were talking about pineal activations, and I said, Do you know what the opposite of chrism is? And he went, jism? <laughs> and I went, exactly. Mm. And if you look at the occult meaning of those two words, one is the ascension path, and one... Is as you just said, a bunch of wankers. Yeah, yeah. And both um, are,
0: both are quite important to understand. Both of those, both of those procedures. Um, yes, I, I like the the whole chrism thing. It it kind of makes me chuckle when you see people so, say, "Oh, this new age sort of stuff." It makes me chuckle for a few reasons, Elio. One, I can I swear on my life, I've never read a book or watched a video or or spoken to anybody about what new age is. I, I have no idea what this new age thing is. Everything I've come across is all really old. I mean, we're talking predating all, all modern history. And when you do the things you said about the people that aren't doing the work, that aren't doing the shadow works so or working on their, their baggage, and I'm really big on, um, alkaline diets of getting your body nice and you know your ph nice and neutral so you you really um, resonate with the eternal energy and when i'm in that state it's just a nice place to be (laughs) that's all i can i sometimes just just really like rush i suppose you um just sometimes just stop stop work and it's like whoa but i also know what it's like to be toxic and not be like that because i've had so many years on the booze and other stuff um you know hammering down carbohydrates and western diet and feeling sorry for myself that i i very much know what it's like to be unenlightened i i i, fi- I know i know it physically mentally and and i suppose spiritually and i think the thing that a lot of people are not doing is the work It's all right learning about this stuff off you, but you've got to do the work. If you want your candle to burn so bright that those unenlightened candles, unlit ones, i.e. we're talking about what, you know, people call sheep, it's not not a term I ever use, but just so we all know the people that we're on about, you want, they've got the answers within, but they've got no source of ignition, they're just not interested we've all been triggered something in our life has made us not take any shit and and demand the answers in life because we want the best for ourselves uh, our loved ones and, and particularly the children but a lot of the kind of you know people stuck in the rut the routine they have all this in them too and but they need the spark to ignite it just like a, a fire needs those three elements to survive and The way you give that to them is you do the work. You be the one. You do the diet. You do the moderate exercise or the breathing exercises. You do the the hot and cold water immersion to trigger your vagus nerve. You Do the meditation to get at one with the great spirit. Get your answers. I would just... I'm only saying this, Eli, because I just want people to hear it. I, I want people to know how beautiful, beautiful life can be and but it it doesn't just come sharing youtube videos
1: no it, it it's it's really interesting cuz we everything everything in life that we know in the matrix which is the observable reality has been created to stop us going inward and and it, and it's a dangerous game that the 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 you know the the babylonian banksters are playing because people are starting to go inside People are starting to be mindful. People are just starting to be kinder, I think. Those people who are not on that ascension path, because at the beginning of, um, you know, COVID, I was just like, well, everybody's consciousness is going to go through the ceiling. That was my that was my take, and that's me being very positive. But actually, over the last year or so, I've realized there are going to be those people who are going to be on a dissension path too. I think most people who are watching your show, and I would hope that... They're, they're on the path. And once you're on the path and you want answers and you're asking questions, nothing's gonna stop you doing, finding, you know, different mechanisms. And just like you say, I think once people start meditating and they realize how peaceful they can be, how you walk out and you're, you know, you're in a state of like kind of oneness just because you've centered yourself. And you're not distracted with all that chaos outside. You know, once you're centered, life becomes easier. It becomes smoother. And I think the trick is, and it is difficult, is to actually, you know, you have people. You can't put anybody on the path. But like you say, if you can be the light and you can show the way by being a really good example of that, and saying, look, this is who I am and this is what I do. Um, and I'm not 100% for sure. I've still got shadow work to do. Um, <clears throat> no doubt. Um, but I think, you know, once people have tasted a little bit of what it's like to actually be centered and tuned, it there's no going back because it just gets more and more and more powerful. Um, just as a little kind of story, I did a a, a week-long course with Mantak Chia earlier this year, who is the um he's actually I think he's I think he's from Thailand. Um uh but he does qigong, he's a Taoist. And i spent a week doing work with him and the the technology that we have inside our body and i've known this for years you know we are the greatest piece of technology the universe has ever created and we are the godhead i mean i had a a, quite an interesting discussion with a quaker who's a he's actually a journalist in bristol he's doing great work uncovering the darkness and there are people out there who are doing that work and they need to carry on doing that work. And I'm grateful for the service. But I said in one of these, one of these groups, I said, you know, we are God. <laughs> and he be like, ah, he's a Christian, right? What the, you <laughs> know, what is it? You can't say that. Well, yes, I can because we are, we are a fractal version of the creator and the technology we have inside our bodies. We're not a meat suit, right? You know, we, we have, you know we have cerebral spinal fluid we have serotonin we've got three brains you know we've got our brain we've got our heart or we've got our stomachs we've got 31 trillion cells in our body each one is 0.5 of a volt that means that we've got trillions of volts of electricity uh, you know the pituitary glands you know all that the all that beautiful amazing stuff that's going on in our brain that is never activated you know, and, and people talk about the activation of the 12-strand DNA. But actually, let's just start by, you know, raising that, that kundalini energy. Let's, let's let's get ourselves charged. I mean, I, w- I was blown away in the Mantak Chia course because the Dan Tien, which is in your stomach, you know, Mantak Chia is an absolute master. He was saying, you don't store chi, you don't store energy in your head. It's dangerous. You don't store it in your heart. It's dangerous. There's a place in your stomach where you store it. And you can, you can actually, you know, you've got this huge toroidal energy, um, you know, shape around you, which goes back to the sacred geometry and you can actually charge yourself, you know? And, um, I was talking with somebody and we were, we were talking about doing Merkabah meditations. And, and she said to me, she said, you know, some people say it's 10 feet, 20 feet. She says it's 55 feet wide, your, your, your energy. And she says it never gets any smaller. It just goes up and down so it's either empty or full so we're running this amazing energy field and you know it's almost our i mean our duty (laughs) to actually fill ourselves up with that energy and become the the best versions we possibly can of ourselves and and it's only with learning some of this occult stuff learning some of this hidden knowledge that you know mark passio is doing the work by telling us that it's coming out Uh, You're doing it as well by having your guests on. Uh, One of my favourite guests that you've had on is um, Hans Willem. You know, absolutely phenomenal He is a
0: swine. Do you know know how much money he's borrowed from me?
1: And then I
0: found out he walked my dog. Yeah, didn't even ask. Didn't even ask. No, absolutely super, lovely, lovely gentleman. Yeah. I think we had a slight um misunderstanding because I always say one life smash it. What I mean by that is in this set of molecules, you know, before we go back to the great life force, um like get up and do something folks, you know, because if you're living a passive life because you're zen and you're completely cool with it, great. That's that's a good place to get to. But if you're living a passive life cuz you're you know You've never actually thought about how to go about achieving your dreams. Then I'd say, come on! <laughs> In this experience, it, the time is time is limited. Um, but yes, what a what, what a wonderful chap! Um, wonderful chap! It's it's interesting, Eli, having the podcast because I do love these kind of chats where we're pretty much, you know. If you're referring to sacred knowledge, then it's you're always going to be on the same hymn sheet, aren't you? You know, you might have a slight different interpretation or someone might know something that someone doesn't, which is pretty obvious because there's so much to learn. Um, but let's just go to the sort of Hollywood thing then and the music industry. So I tell people a lot that, that, that Hollywood was founded on the occult, ultra-switched-on young Jewish men who, you know, grown up with things like Kabbalah, Babylonian Mystery School, this kind of stuff, running around New York with the um, fixing up their Nickelodeon cinemas where you could pay a nickel and go and watch, a, you know, one of the early movies. And they came under competition from Edison and Kodak and the other big, big names. So they said, right, Screw this for a Game of Soldiers. Let's go out west. Let's found, find, found, found our own film industry, and we'll call it Hollywood after the magic wood, the wood that makes the magic wand. So again, you know, occ- occult magic, and and then of course quite interestingly, you had Jack Parsons, who was the sort of the, the precursor to NASA, trying to get his rockets up in the desert and not having much success. So he went to the occult yeah and of course you've got the famous thing in the music industry you get to the crossroads do you want success you know you meet the devil and he says if you want success you go that way if you want to stay the way you are you go that way but if you go that way you sign your name in blood and you can never never go back and you physically see this and it's why I've been showing the Suggs um and Paul Weller video it's just a bit sad to see that your childhood heroes are all doing this Saturn stuff. Um, what, yeah. What's your take on this sort of thing, Eli?
1: I, I was never a Smiths fan, right? But How Soon Is Now is one of the greatest pieces of music, pop music ever made. Um, when, when I saw a Johnny Marr video a couple of years ago and I saw him, I was gutted. Um, it, you know, it's it's very easy what was and, he
0: what was he doing sorry
1: oh it, it was i can't remember now but it was it, there was some symbolism as here he was in this kind of like 3d cgi vortex and it was going down and there was some symbolism in there i mean it, what they're doing you know the ascension path and it's interesting because um when we're when we're on the path there the the we have certain it's just a morality we are in the we are the protagonist in our own morality play and we get challenged by all these different uh you know satanic forces along the way and the trick is is to is to avoid them and to not fall into the traps and at the end of that you're rewarded with yourself being an authentic human being um and one of the greatest traps is wealth and fame and you know. Trapping
0: us into the 3D realm, the material realm, where yes, you can have 50 Rolls Royces, but yes, you can have the adulation of adoring what what you perceive are adoring fans, but inside you'll just still be broken. And I know celebrities. I physically have had conversations with them about this, and I've said, listen, if you want some coaching, just say the word. I'm not after any money from you, I don't care. And they're like, I get it, Chris, but this is my my vortex, and I'm I'm sort. Do you know what I mean? It's like they they just get addicted to that that um, uh, ego led lifestyle.
1: Yeah, they, they they've taken the offer. I I say it's you know it's it's very simple. You know, Harry Styles, for instance. You remember Harry Styles when he? Oh, well, you know, I don't remember. I never watched that stuff, but you know, he was on I don't know Britain's Got Talent or whatever. Just a young kid. You know, and somebody said to him, do you want to walk through this door? And he went, well, what's behind it? Oh, fame and fortune, you know, the great deception. And so he walks through the door and he's given a task to do. And the task is a nothing. And then he goes through another door and there's another task he's given to do. And then as he goes down the road, the tasks are actually done to him. You know, (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to name names because there's libelous things, but Rio Ferdinand. I'll just say that, you know, he lost his young wife many years ago who died young. Just saying, yeah. Mm. Uh, Liam Neeson was married to Natasha Richardson, one of the most beautiful women in the world. And from a famous British acting family, the Richardsons, Victorian actors, Um, she died young. Just saying, you know, (laughs) it's like what task is behind the door? Which levels do they go to? Um, you know who is their handler
0: <laughs> we could you know? we could name a fair few more than that couldn't we i'm i'm, I'm I, don't, I won't say any names either so, just because you 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 do never know but you know very famous box series yeah yeah um yeah. Uh, iconic guitarist musician um yes it's it's it always seems to be well it this is the way it works they get a taste of celebrity um and then they become mediocre because celebrity is quite limited and at that mediocre that down point boom that's that's when the cult makes their move and they say listen sign here son you'll we'll give you the world but you will owe us and there's certain things you and you physically see it um dave chappelle said i'm not gonna do it I've seen Mariah Carey do it, sign her $300 million contract. What she, you know, I ain't going to do it. And then, of course, 10 years out of the limelight, one of the reasons he wasn't going to do it is he didn't want to wear the women's clothes. He just said, this is humiliating, all these black men that are made to dress up as women. Think about it, Every black men actor has had to dress up as a woman at some point in their career. Eddie Murphy, and Kevin yeah. Hart, you know, they... And he's like, he's like, screw that, I'm a bloke, I don't dress up as a woman. But of course, because it's a sex cult, the, the Sabateans are a sex cult, that's one of the hoops you have to do. Dave went away, 10 years came back, guess what? He's on a chat show wearing a skirt. And and he actually said, he said, you know what? Even though, you know, I used to kind of disagree with all of this sign, sign your name in blood stuff, he said, there's also something to be said about having 10 years in obscurity he's basically saying look you know you can have fame fortune and everything or you can be obscure and nobody knows you and do you know what i'll 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 go for the fame one again he he physically said it's it's all out
1: there you know well lewis hamilton you know turned up in the pits in a dress you know i mean it it, you know it's 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 interesting you see them do it you see harry styles and sam smith and stuff and you know, I mean, he's not called Puff Daddy for, for no reason, is he? You know, uh, all I mean, it's, it's well known in America. That, I remember years ago, I don't know if you remember when Napster was around 20 years ago, I worked for a, a company building big websites and um, we used to download loads of tunes off Napster and um, there was a guy called Cassette Boy and um, he did this spoof of uh, Dr. Dre with Eminem. And they were having the conversation about the offer and what Eminem had to do to get famous, uh, and it's a great little rap. You know, it's a really interesting story. But um, yeah, and again, can you,
0: can you give us some insight? What 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 kind of stuff did it say?
1: Well, uh, well, it was talking about you know gay sexual practices. That mainly that it was like, well, look, you know, it was all about Dr. Dre sitting behind the desk and Eminem coming in and going. You know dr jay's like well do you want this do you want this do you want this but you know and Eminem's going well what do you want me to do and he's like well you know i'd like to see your ass <laughs> you know that's the first thing i want to see, and then we'll take it from there you know and they're, they're having this conversation where it goes down that line and you know you see all these little wayne and all that lot there that it was well known even 20 years ago that there was a there was a there was a gay hip-hop mafia um you know amongst uh you know, the um, the Rockefeller label, you know, the, J- the Jay-Zs, all that lot. I um, can't remember the other record labels now, but, you know, the Rockefeller label and um, some other ones, I can't remember what they're called, down Lockdown and stuff. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, we, me and you, Chris, if we, we can see all this stuff, I mean, I've been connecting dots on that level for, for 20-odd years, 97 um, was when I – really did my deep dive into it and i read a book called all jews must live by a guy called samuel roth it's interesting title and it was all about how um jewish people work in business their business practices it was a fascinating book and then i got into the david ike thing and then i got into the history of the world and the question that i asked myself at the time i was like why don't we know who we are yeah why don't we know who we are why don't we know where we've come from I mean, I'm not being funny. It's like it's just it's a basic question, right? And you know, I spent 13 years just doing massive amounts. I was I I wasn't your classic conspiracy theorist because I knew that the moon landing was fake and I knew 911 was fake and I knew that JFK was killed by you know the, his own people, so to speak. Um, I I you know I just looked and after a while, you just you can just see it and you know I'm hoping that a lot more people can just see it for what it is now um and not be making excuses that's the thing that upsets me they make excuses for these people it's like you know with the royals we're making excuses for prince andrew and king charles but who are their two best friends why is everybody making excuses for their relationships with those two people you know it it, you know it's like phillips goldfield why are people making excuses for the guy you know it's absolutely absurd you know um it is coming out.
0: It is I, all coming out. is and, no, is yeah. now is now the time can I do my Jimmy Savile impression? Go <laughs> on. Now then now then I've a a le- letter here from a young man. called, called Eli. Jingle Jangle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. I know I know it's in terribly bad taste, which I kinda love as well. Um but but it's a joke. <laughs> I just find something. The whole he had everybody on what we call in the military on a bite, on a laugh. He he had everybody fished in, running in circles round him. Um, and uh, it it yeah it it if if I did if you didn't chuckle, you, it, it, the alternative doesn't bear thinking about. Um, yes, but here is the thing again, though. Eli, and we got to bring it, we got to keep bringing it back to this, is, you know, it's, there's a lot of stuff that we want, and we wish people would wake up, don't we, In this kind of, and but that really does, is a negative draw on us, and it's the inside work, I think you refer to it, the self-work, getting our flame to br- burn bright, um, is that we must focus on that as the primary uh, task in hand is working on ourselves because how many people wouldn't consider themselves satanic? And remember satanic, it's just a, uh, it's just a moniker for dark entity. That's all it is. There isn't like a guy with pointy thingies and all, you know, spiky tail or whatever. And what, what I I guess what I'm, it, it, it's, I mean, there's things I do every day that are satanic. I mean, I go, you know, that a dart, I mean, mm-hmm. I had a cup of coffee today and, and I know people out there think that that is mental to consider that that is an act of, but still ingested a poison in an attempt to change my mind state because for some, some reason I wasn't quite completely just happy to be myself in this time, in this place, which is called presence. And, it, and le- le- unless you think of things to that depth, and self-reflect to that level um you're always gonna be you know it, there's no rules in this i mean there's there's no barriers you can't have barriers no you know you can't be oh yeah but there's that but i i'm still gonna do then no. you, you you just said it you just literally said it yourself um spiritual battle isn't it you know it's a it's, you got to you've got to wage war every day and who you wage in war with well, it's on your bloody self
1: <laughs> i think you said it the other day chris in one of your shorts you said you know if if you if you if you you've got to go inside and you've got to work on yourself because you can't do anything about what's outside i think you said that you said you know all this stuff that's going on you can't really do anything about that but you can work on yourself yeah, You really can. You can get up in the morning and, and as a military man, I'm sure you know, you can make your bed. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, you can look at your food. You can be with your food. You can enjoy preparing your food. You can be present with your food. You know, just these little acts of self-love almost, you know, um, you know, are in your clothes. Just really simple things that make you feel good. Um, you know, that journey is one of, of true enlightenment, because can I, can I just yeah rephrase that as well it's
0: not it's not only that it makes you feel good,' it's that it shows you that you have the power. If you hop out of bed in the morning and make your bed immediately, it's a surprise how many people probably don't as a military person, it's just second nature, but then what have you done? Well you've won the day because you've shown right from the get go you take charge of your life, not not you know you the good positive energy makes that bed throw open the curtains and you say thank you mother nature for another beautiful day on this incredible planet gratitude Eli isn't it you know if you're grateful for this life then it's up to you to work out the answers in it and if you're feeling a bit miffed it's to remember hang on this life is great this planet is beautiful if I'm feeling like this it's it I've got to go inside and work out why rather than play victim and say, ah, oh, circumstances made me like I had to do that this morning because I had a couple of uh, quite big letdowns. <laughs> letdowns is putting it mildly if you think someone tried to kill me. Wow. <laughs> um, I won't, I'm not going to go into that. Um, okay. It, it, <laughs> it, 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 it was a bit uh, – my heart was going a bit for, 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 for a while. You could say that. Um and then I just immediately went to presence. It's past. It doesn't exist. Stop thinking. Stop. No, it's trying to get no. You're done. You're done, mate. Present now. We go we only go forward. Um, and uh had another another situation yesterday that was And here's the thing, Eli. Now I'm chatting to you and it and and I, I was strict with myself and now everything's hunky funky dory as it as it was. It's just yeah. things you can perceive things that that, um, you know, or, or or let external influences get too much into your head and you lose your paradise. So, yes.
1: I, I think that point of gratitude, um, you know, you, you said some really powerful things there, Chris, because first of all, what you said is you said you can think a better thought. That is super powerful. If people just practice that idea when they're in a place of anger or depression or shame or all those lower vibe kind of emotions and you can say, I can think about a thought, I can move on from that, it's it's super powerful. And the other one is, is, as my friend Lisa says, is that attitude of gratitude. You know, if you have an attitude of gratitude and you are grateful and you thank people and you thank things and you thank the present moment for what it is giving you and what you can give to that moment too, uh, that is super powerful. I mean, I, I very much practice gratitude. Um, is, is a core foundation for me. It's so simple and just saying, thank you. And actually you can diffuse huge situations just by being thankful. You know, uh, it's, it's a real, it's like, um, I'll just tell you this Mantachia, I went for a reading afterwards, um, on the last day, half nine at night. And I paid, you know, I paid him some money to, to do a reading. And he said to me, he said, Eli, your superpower is your kindness. That's your superpower, and you can diffuse situations by being kind. And um, I really, you know, that really made me think. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to start practicing that. And I was practicing kindness with people. And, you know, I remember, uh, you know, a few few years ago, uh, a bit of road rage going on. And um, I just practiced a bit of kindness then, just at the moment, in that moment. And I was just really nice to the guy. Um, he was really, really angry, and it just diffused the situation. It's like a, it's almost like a an energetic balancing act. You know, if you, it's very difficult to have a go at somebody who's being nice to you. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, you can, and if you've got a lot of anger, for sure. And obviously, if there's a physical thing going on, you've got to be defensive. But you know, if you're really kind to somebody, they they kind of get it, and they're like, oh, this person's with me. And I I always say, you know, we need to talk to other people's higher selves. So it's like, if you're going into, I mean, I can imagine, you know, cause obviously you're a military man, so I'm not sure if it would work in this instance, but you know, you can go in a room and if you don't know somebody and you're getting some bad vibes off them, talk to their best version of themselves, appeal to the best version of of who they are and you'll get a response. You know, you get a response and, and you know, this, this is working with the consciousness, um, you know, because we do put out an energetic frequency, um, you know, and I, 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 know. I think you've done on one of your podcasts or a couple. You did the David Hawkins, um, uh, consciousness scale, and uh, you know, people who are in creation spirit, as I like to call it, who are the organic human blueprint, the real humans. Um, you know, they they resonate at a different level, which actually, you know, the Kabbalah and everybody can't resonate at that level, um, and that's why all we need to do is turn up. That's all we need to do is just turn up. (laughs) Because once we turn up and we're all resonating at 500 or 400 or wherever we might be on that day, you know, everybody who is less than 200, which is courage on that scale, is in a negative vibe. And the cabal can't do anything more than 200. It's impossible, you know. So we've got it all going on. And, you know, the light will always win because, you know, love – is the glue that holds things together you you know otherwise you just burn and destroy everything you know and there's just nothing left <laughs> so you know there's only one way forward and once people realize that it is about you know the beauty and all those incredible kind of feminine words you know that a lot of my male friends are starting to use you know because it, it is about love and it's about true love um i know your friend clive the carl um, quite well. And I, I, I was talking to him recently and I said, Oh, I've, I've just stopped working with these two people because I just can't get on with them and I'm not aligning with it and I'm not being authentic to myself. And he went, Eli, I only work with people that I love, that I care for. Um, and I, that really, I, that really resonated with me. I was like, you know what? That is a fantastic rule of thumb. Only work with people that you really care for and that you would genuinely, you know, you genuinely love and feel something you know strong with so all people you know, that
0: have got loads and loads of money <laughs> yeah.
1: well it's interesting because there's, there's there is there is um i don't know whether i can name names it's difficult isn't it um there's a project over in Wiltshire that's being run by somebody who or it's being financed by somebody who owns a massive takeaway conglomerate big national i'm not going to name their names Um, And uh, I was talking to Clive about this, I was saying, well, what's the motivation? You know, why are they doing this? Are they they offsetting their karma, you know, by doing this incredible project that they're doing? They're paying like hundreds of thousands of pounds. And I was thinking, and I did think at the beginning of COVID, I was thinking there's got to be wealthy people out there who actually are going to turn and they will see the light and they will see that people who don't necessarily have the money or but have great ideas might need some investment. And I think that's going to come online, Chris. I think there are people out there with money who will actually start going, you know what, this is bullshit. All these figures in my bank mean nothing. But if I give it to this guy, who's going to create some amazing healing center, then that's that's good for me. That feels good. And I'm hoping and I can see it that that will happen. So you're right. Uh, those people with money are important um you know we all need to we all need the money which is that
0: was a joke by the way but
1: (laughs) yeah i know well well no we do need money yeah but i don't know let me ask you a quick question chris because at the beginning of covid when i was around a lot of kind of spiritual people not new age because i don't know anything about new age either and i think that term new age has just is a is a cabal term for anything that is you know holistic and natural. But let me ask you a question. Um, you know, do 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 you feel that uh, money can be a good thing? Well,
0: obviously it can swing both ways, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, to not be pedantic, yeah. Well, of course. I mean, it's like I'm always saying, friends, who if you're watching now, could you please support the consider supporting the channel? Sorry, I'm blocking you out temporarily, Eli. Um, but you can join our locals, which is our free speech platform, or support us on Patreon or become a YouTube member. The reason being, um, the more support that you give, the more that people, that I can support people like Eli and myself to get this message out there. And in that context, yes, money is, it's, it's crucial. You'll be amazed, Eli, the number of people that think if you have a YouTube channel, which is... To be honest, it's pretty much my full-time job. I do you know, other stuff like life coaching, sometimes a bit of speaking. Um, I put all my books on hold to just sort of get to grips with the YouTube platform. Um, you'd be surprised how many people demand that you work for free. Mm-hmm. How, how dare you ask people for money? And my answer is, well, if you and pay my bills <laughs> i'll work for free don't have an issue but not even that you've got to come and pay my bills and then you've got to help me finance a bigger project because you know this is just one platform it's quite limited um there's only so much you can get across i've got a lot more to give eli you know i can see that you have too i've got a lot more um a lot more to give and um the light as we said cancels out the dark doesn't it so in that in that context, yes, and I somebody approached me on LinkedIn once, and they said, "Look, can we have a chat? I'll have a look at what your sort of aims are." And when I told told her, and I added, I said, "Look, I'm not that bothered about money. I'm, you know, sort of past that stage in my life." And um, and she said, uh, "Chris, you should be. Your net worth is symbolic or representative of how many people you're helping." And I thought. Oh yeah, I hadn't I hadn't thought of it like that. So there you go. I think
1: I think in the in the in the spiritual community, I know this for a fact. There is this feeling that you've got to be a pauper and uh, you know a hermit and not have any money, and it's very materialistic. But I, I I'm the exact opposite. Um, I run a um, an event called the Shine Seminars that I do that I've done for the last couple of years, and I charge money for that. And I've had you know I've had people have a go at me for that who haven't turned up because I'm charging money. But you know what Chris is really interesting is I've never really made any money out of it. I might've taken 40 quid here and there, you know, um, each one costs 1500 quid to two and a half grand. And the big one we did in the summer was 25 grand turnover. We made 400 quid me and my missus out of that, you know, for a hell of a lot of work. Um, but what's really interesting is I pay my speakers and they're like, whoa we're getting money off Eli and I I, I give a massive proportion of the money to the speakers um, because it's it's an energetic exchange and I I feel that you know those speakers especially some of them they've got no money and they're traveling around the country and I'll say to them here's 150 quid you've come from Wolverhampton it's not a lot of money but you've driven down from Wolverhampton you might have had to have a and b Um, you know it's covered your expenses if you're staying with somebody, then that's fine um, but to ask people to come down, you know, a hundred miles or so, and 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 go, oh, here's twenty quid—that is an insult, because those people are are—they're giving the message, and uh, we need to support people like yourself. Um, people need to, you know, a fiver is a fiver, you know, it, it, you know, twenty fivers is is hundred quid, and um, I, I'm I'm very, you know, the reason I ask you is is lots of people don't want to talk about money and and i'm i'm all over talking about money because it is a really really powerful i've invested thousands and thousands of pounds in you know my projects over the last 3 years because i can i'm not a rich man by any means i, I i'm out there working um but uh you know you've got to do what is right and put your hand in your pocket and you go i got 100 quid I can give that to somebody and then they can go and pass that on and pass that on and pass that on. It's um it's just another energy but um I I, I really encourage people to support people like yourself, you know, and uh, YouTube I know that it pays like tiny amounts of money. I know that for a fact. It's point naught naught something, isn't it? Per view or something absurd. Um yes, it's, yeah. it it's it's fine uh, for the big
0: for the bigger content creators, but but it <laughs> Yeah, the, it's all about the algorithm. I call it the evil algorithm because if you if you chat, if you do videos about mon- monkey riding on a pig, oh, you're going to be loaded. You're going to make so much money. Or cat videos. Um, or if you do fear porn, which so many channels are doing now. Oh my God, you won't believe what they're doing to us today. It's yeah. like never offering any solution, no spiritual sustenance, just fear because fear e- equals dopamine and dopamine is highly addictive. And yeah. these channels, it, and there's also um, false information, not mentioning any names, but there's certain channel out there that just, I have to, I have to put me spiritual battle face on whenever <laughs> I see the guy's face, <laughs> just selling people, you know, selling people yeah. on not so much snake oil, although it is snake oil, um, but, Let's just say the science, most of the science that we've got benefit, benefits the big club, doesn't it? Because they they funded it. Um, you have to really get down to grassroots um, spiritual basics before you can understand everything in that realm is a lie. It's all a lie. All of it. Yeah, but Chris, not about like, um, you know, the the AIDS epidemic. How can you say? Well, I can say because I have no it's called knowing. It's not that I think or I reckon. It, it's that I know, and you will know too when you open your third eye. And it's it's what it's um you know a, a soldier doesn't go in a battle without his rifle. Spiritual warrior shouldn't shouldn't be telling anyone anything if he hasn't got his third eye open. It would be, I I would see that as a crime a crime against humanity, Eli. And I reckon a lot is. Because there's a lot of people out there just parroting what you can read on the net without actually doing the things, you know, and you've got to do the things. And I don't all, you know, if I if I stop doing them, you know, my life falters. But what I would say is I'm not at that guru stage where if you cut my head off, fed it some artificial air or something and put it in a in a box that I'd be yep I'm zen I'm completely happy I do like to go for my run in the morning I do like my my sauna and then jump in the plunge pool um I do like eating vegetables you know no I eat I eat everything but I eat majority vegetables because it keep it it's it's given me the life that I want and it's put the people around me that that are rewarding um but uh yeah, sorry, I completely lost my train of thought then. I'll
1: tell you something really interesting, Chris. You'll like this. Mm. So there is there is there there is a school of thought which is coming to the fore which says that when we – all we need to survive is light because we're made of light um, and all our um, red blood cells are actually – they've got light around them. Mm. And there's a guy – I've got a book up there, actually. I'll, I'll get it for you because it's just there. It's – um. I highly recommend this book. Um, It's called uh, Spirit, Earth, and Human Evolution. And it's by a guy called Dr. Yubraj Sharma. And um, there's a a chapter in here on light. And he actually says in here, this was written about 10 years ago, that we have a chemical, I think it's called ATV, inside our body, which is the human equivalent of chlorophyll. So actually we do live on light and green vegetables are full of light they're full of photonic light and so when when boom <laughs> sorry you know, so,
0: didn't mean to interrupt but yeah oh, no I
1: just, it, no no
0: I, I just got a bit excited because you just said to me what dr robert young said to me 23 years ago now and i've never been sick since yeah. um Sorry, I did. I really didn't no. mean to interrupt. It's so oh, beautiful right. to hear someone that recognises that we are light, and that chlorophyll is energy from the sun, yeah. <laughs> and that 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 our DNA resonates at a certain frequency because it's energy, matter, and vibration, and that mm-hmm. sunlight—that's your angles, your angels bringing you bringing you the Oh, yeah. well done, mate. You get yeah. you go go to the top of the class. <laughs> and the bottom of the class at the same time because we're not doing division there you go you. <laughs> well
1: as we're talking about light i, I would like to talk I, I, and i want to get a little bit cosmic because i feel that i i mean i do some presentations and i do a little bit of a, a kind of a tour around wiltshire and somerset and bristol and stuff people kind of know me for my crazy talks that i do and they are wild and out there because what i do is i go right what's my current thinking and then i do 50 slides and i get up there and everybody goes what the fuck was that about but um i do this um and 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 there is truth in this and i'm sure you've heard it because it's coming out you see one of the things when you replied back to me and said let's do unity consciousness it's a you know that it's a really powerful concept because we are all in our own way individually and actually in isolation moving up a consciousness scale so even though we're all you know vibing off each other And i've come on the show and i'm getting a real good vibe off you and you're pushing my consciousness and other people are out there we're all pushing each other's consciousness there there is a cosmic happening and i i'm i don't know whether you you've you've got into this it it, it's it was it was not known really three years ago i i knew about it from the mid to the mid noughties 2005 onwards there was a big kind of thing in the spiritual community about 2012 the end of the Mayan calendar Um, you know, moving into the age of Aquarius and all those things. And actually moving from 3D to 4D was a big thing back in the day. And now everybody's talking about moving from 3 to 5, which is even more interesting um, because it kind of makes sense. But, um, you know, this idea that there's this uh, 26-year, 26,000-year cycle that's finished, and we're coming out of Kali Yuga, which is obviously the Hindu the darkness and some people are talking about us going into a golden age um, and having telepathy and clairvoyance and all these sort of superpowers that we can have, you know, when we do the inner work and we really get down to it, we can do all those things. Um, You know, that is happening Um, and I I did a talk on this and, you know, I've known about it for a long time and it's being uh, confirmed by lots of different people and I think Pam Gregory, the astrologer, Talked about it recently. Well, I have been talking about it for a while because I've got that that kind of history with it. Um, the the Earth has has moved to above the galactic equator, um, and it means that we are now getting different light coming in. And the central sun, which Plato talks about, is giving us this amazing light, this photonic light. And I, I'm you know. People can say what they want about this comment, but you talked about gnosis. The reason that they're, they're doing chemtrails is to stop that photonic light coming to us. Now, that light is actually activating our DNA, and we can go off on lots of little paths here, Chris, but what I will say is that the light that is coming in is different. If you look at the sun, it is different. If you look at the shadows on the floor, They are a different type of shadow than they used to be. The sun is a totally different ball of energy, and this idea that there is this photonic light coming in, I just know. And I, I I was, I was going around taking photos of the sun in 2021. I was just taking photos of the sun constantly. I was like, yeah.
0: Just on that point, let me. I just want to show people how controlled Silicon Valley is. I, I just, as you were speaking. Eli I did a Google search on platonic light yeah and I'll show you what came up um, mainly uh, mainly house lights <laughs> <laughs> just you know um,
1: it's a thing chris um, and, I'll, and I'll tell you the, but just then, quickly. but then I just
0: just to finish what I was um, yeah. saying and then I did it I used yandex and I did a search and it's like it's all a little bit more um, in the sacred geometry region <laughs> than google is Look, um yes so- sorry brother i've interrupted you again
1: no no w- what i would say here's one for you there are loads and loads of different cycles that are all coming to a head right now and even if you look at christian texts when they talk about the, the you know the coming of christ in the year 2000 2000 years after christ Christ will come again well that's Christ consciousness that's Christ consciousness yes uh, you know it, the, the deep south of America yes we love those Christians there but if if they really think that, that the man Jesus is coming back it, it ain't happening because we're all personifying and embodying the Christ consciousness that's what's actually happening um, there are many many different cycles and in fact Tim Wilde and Diana Cooper I don't know whether you know those people they talk about a 20-year solar cycle from 2022, no, from 2012 to 2032. There are loads of these different cycles, but the big one is, you know, the the whole movement of the planet from um, Pisces to Aquarius. That's the big one. The obsoletes know this, Chris, yeah? They understand the way that the absolute works. They understand the mechanism, and that's why they're in control. And that's why we're having this conversation, because we're learning their secrets, you see. We're all learning their secrets. And it's all coming out. It's all coming out. There's nothing, you know, to to quote Q, nothing can stop what is going to happen. I'm just saying that, whether you want to, you know, say that's Q saying it. But that is what is basically is happening. And all these cycles are coming in right now. And if you look at it, they are even telling us that because they're calling it Agenda 21. They're calling it Agenda 2030. Why are they doing that? Because they've got to put everything in place by 2030. You know, people at the beginning of COVID were saying to me, when I was sticking my hand up and going, I'll listen to you, I'll talk to you, I've got a mouth, I I know stuff, I'm gonna share, I'm gonna share all my knowledge, because I'm very uh, generous with my knowledge, you know, I I want everybody to know what I know. Um, You know, (laughs) I said, they've told us it's 20.30. You know, people were saying, oh, Eli, when's it going to finish? What's the plan? How long have we got? And I was like, well, we've got until 20.30. That's that's what they're doing. <laughs> that's what they're doing. So there are these cosmic things happening as well, which are really, really important to us. And it does stretch people's perception, their, their Overton window. You know, we have to be so open. I've been saying to people... The consciousness is going to go through the roof. The most enlightened people are going to have their minds blown. You know, everybody is going to have a level of awareness that they didn't have before. And that's why the cabal are doing what they do now. Because if they try to do their plan earlier, then it's just like, well, you know, that's too early. And if they do it too late, it's going to be too late. So they've had to do it now. And I can tell you now for a fact, they're at least two years behind. They're at least two years behind. And I, you know, people in one of my groups in Bristol, I've got this small group, 35 people. Um, it's kind of a closed group now. They're like, why are you so positive, Eli? Why do you think that this is an amazing thing? Because I was saying things like, well, Matt Hancock's a light worker. And they're like, what? But he's the devil. I was like, no, no, no. He's showing us how bad they are. <laughs> you know, let's get out of the duality. He, he is doing, a, he's playing his role. And his role is to tell us how fucking evil they are. So nice one, Matt. And he's continuing to do that. He's continuing to show that they're all a bunch of assholes. And so on one level, he is a light worker. You know what I mean? I mean I'm just, you know, it's an interesting. Well, on on
0: the similar level, the, the devil can be a light worker because he reflect reflects back at you your shortfalls, doesn't he? You know, so if you're, like for example when i found, found myself chronically addicted to substances it it forced me to look in the mirror and i am acutely aware a lot of people don't well you know people don't make it through that that horrible addiction um and that i was fortunate but it forced me to look in the mirror and to use a, <laughs> to use a, a a quote it forced me to build back better um, it was part of my journey that said, "Look, you, you're going in the wrong direction, Chris. You really are. You're a nice guy, but you're really misguided." I wasn't misguided, Eli. I hadn't had any guidance, <laughs> I was, I was, except from the, you know, probably the BBC and 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 yeah, you know, all those videos I watched in the '80s of people driving red Porsches and having frizzy perms and working on the stock exchange. I thought that was. The epitome of success that that 3d materialistic uh, existence and wh- when you crash you know another quote rock bottom the devil's actually done you a favor because he's forced you to to look yourself in the mirror and and work out that hey only you can make changes in your life and uh it's interesting now, isn't it you'd never think that the devil could be a good guy but in that in that scenario there's probably many others well, mine's too 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 broken to 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 think of anymore but uh yeah fascinating
1: well you're absolutely right it, it it's interesting um you know i have to quote man again because he he really touched me in so many different ways but he said you you can't sometimes you can't um you can't destroy bits of you that are bad you've got to work with it and you've got to find the middle way so you've got to assimilate and transmute those bits of you which are self-damaging so it's not about like you say it's about facing up to that and saying yes that's who i am and no i don't want to be that anymore and that is the that is the catalyst for you to move away from that energy and you need to be able to assimilate it and find the middle way and i think that's that's kind of the human condition um in that we all get distracted um and uh it's not about kind of destroying that energy but about actually finding a way to live with it because you know i mean i've been unwell recently and somebody came to see me afterwards and um you know they were saying that there are things one of the reasons you've been so unwell Eli is you've got ancestral trauma and i know that for a fact you know i'm not going to go into my family but i know that for a fact and um She was saying, you know, that's something which you need to look at because it's manifesting itself in different ways. And one of it is physical. So, you know, that that seemingly negative thing, and you can say the devil is a negative thing, it's actually moved me on. It's pushed me in a direction which has made me be even more uh, compassionate with myself, be even more aware of myself. I think a lot of people are not self-aware enough, you know, I think they're missing their own self-awareness and they're not they they don't understand the power of their mind if they use it for themselves so once you become aware of who you are and your shortcomings you know you can really grow and and, and have a better life it's um you know we, we've we been so distracted like you say with the Lamborghinis and the Miami Vice and all that stuff it you know it's we you know it a hundred percent the first thing that people should do is throw their television out of the window. Um, you know, uh, I mean, occasionally when I go to the petrol station, I look at the headlines on the newspaper and I do genuinely laugh because it's just so obvious the dots are all there and it's just absolute nonsense. But,
0: um do you find it? Um, I was in a hotel the night before last and you know, when you're in a hotel, you've only got the TV channels, haven't you? Yeah. Fog standard 30 or whatever they are. And, uh, and when you hit number one on the control, obviously it goes to BBC One. You know, you hit number one to turn it, up, turn the TV on. And and um, I watched it for a bit, Eli. And I'm just so far from that now. It, it, it I'm going to say it was like an inc- uncomfortable experience. It's just a bloody crap TV channel, the BBC. You know, or, or the, the the news rather. You know, it was that scrolling, ever scrolling news, and and um, it's just. It's just dark and sad. It's dark and sad to think how many people are just lapping that up that that you know the dopamine's flowing they're believing that this today has happened and and then they're flashing up some insignificant like this kid that went missing and he was found after four years I mean
1: yeah, it doesn't mean anything does it it's It's
0: irrelevant, it doesn't matter. Stop spreading fear and trying to spread your micro. You know, your, it's not microchip, but your your pass, your digital passport stuff. Um, it's irrelevant. I don't want to know that. That you know, if if the statistics of a kid going missing are like a million to one, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what what they are, but you. you well, I mean, we, we're led to believe that there is actually quite a significant problem, and I I I I wouldn't doubt that knowing how that these, um, what did you call them? the, non obsolete ob- function. um Eli, let's just come back before we close here. Yeah. Because I do talk a lot about, you know, you've got to do the things. Oh, you haven't got to. You can. Well, yeah, it's you, a choice, but. It's a choice, yeah. Well, for, for people listening that um, want, you know, want some information, what can I physically do right now? Like literally start now. And I, I the things that, that I'm always saying is what I the way I start people off when I'm life coaching, the very basics. Because if your crystal's not working, you're not gonna get that beautiful light coming into it. And and so I say, um gratitude. That's you waking up, jumping out of bed, smile at the morning sun and say thank you. Um get air in your lungs because we're used to running around the forest. Uh so jog around a block, walk around the block, go for a swim, whatever it might be. Hot shower, cold shower to get back to being in the nature where we got wet, and nature's very clever. It, it incorporates that getting wet into our health, which is why the 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 cold water immersion thing is so important. Is so uh, big now, people are realising the benefits. So hot shower, cold shower. Um, Get on the alkaline diet, folks. It doesn't mean that you're trying to be alkaline. And no, it doesn't mean being vegan or anything like that. It just means understanding the proportions with which to eat stuff like carbohydrate in because otherwise you're flooding your body with glucose. Glucose is highly acidic in the blood's tissues. Um, so, So I say that. And then make time for the meditation and use the meditation as that's your time when when you've got an issue, just to sit down and meditate on it. And you might not get the answers in that meditation, but by understanding the process of shutting off the noise, the constant chatter that's in, in our heads because of the hectic lifestyles we live, and then understanding it's only in that moment when you shut off the future and you shut off the past that you can have that conversation with, 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 with the energy, what some people call God. Um, so that's what 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 I'd say obviously turn off mainstream media, and that's probably go through a, a lot of crappy YouTube channels as well there's only there's only about three that I watch um be on good terms of all people because when something bad comes out your mouth about whoever, whether it's the Illuminati or your next door neighbor, you're forgetting rule number one that there isn't an an other there's only the all. And that we control it through through the energy field, which is through ourselves. Um, what what would you add, Eli? What's what works for you? What what have you found helpful? Philosophies, thinking practices, that sort of stuff.
1: Well, I think you've done eighty percent of it there. Foundational stuff.
0: It's really it's really simple as well. It's not nothing yeah. I do is hard, but
1: no, I think you really have. I think um, just filling in a couple of gaps. And- You know, it's only because you can, you know, you spend more time with people, you would be able to tell people more things. But I think um, distilling your water (laughs) um, and Mm -hmm. actually, you know, we distill our water and people say, oh, it takes all the goodness out. You know what? You should be getting your goodness from your food. But I think distilling water is really important because the the amount of nonsense that's in your water is shocking. Um, I think being mindful of eating organically as much as you can and supporting local people. And whether you eat meat or not, you know, it's got to be organic. Um, it, you know, that whole labeling of organic food is another, you know, an, another trick because before 1975, there was no such thing as organic food, it was just food. Um, you know, so I would say the food and water thing is really important. I think, um, you, I mean, you said it, but being in nature is, is absolutely fundamental. And as you said, there, you know, we're designed to be running around in the forest and getting wet and stuff. I just very quickly I went to the Isle of Wight a couple of years ago to do a talk and I stayed. You there's an Airbnb in the botanical gardens. It's in the botanical gardens. And you you rent it off the botanical gardens, and it's a beautiful Victorian house. And I got there and I went upstairs and I was like, This is my bedroom. And my son came in who's 13 and was like, No, this is my bedroom. And I was like, Look. I'm not going to argue, your bedroom's at least as good as this one, but I want this one. And um, it was was great. Uh, I lay down on the bed, I opened the window up, and I heard the birds, I heard the wind in the trees, I heard the sea crashing, I heard people talking, I could feel the wind on me, and it is profoundly healing being in nature, profoundly healing. And when you're in nature, you're getting all the goodness. And in fact, we spoke about photonic light, but let's talk about the electromagnetism in our fields. You know, people talk about tree hugging. You know, the, tr- the, the tree donates its light force to you. Let's put it in a more masculine scientific term. Let's not talk about tree hugging. But if you if you lie with your back on a tree, it donates its life force to you. In the same way that if you pick up an animal and put it on your heart, it's donating it's it's electrons to you being in nature is probably the number one thing for me um i i'll be honest with you i have done some wim hof i do do the cold shower after a warm bath or a warm shower but you know what chris i cannot sit in a cold i've tried to sit in a cold bath and i don't have that i think you've got to be like a sufi master then you're doing it
0: too cold then because it's a gradual process to start right. start you have your normal shower and then you just tweak it on a bit a bit colder at the end but nothing too uncomfortable and, and I, then, I can
1: do the shower it's just the immersion yeah
0: it, yeah
1: it, how did you get there
0: well i just bought a massive great 200 litre whiskey barrel
1: <laughs> <laughs> drank it first
0: yeah i wish um a, 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 when you order them they actually do have remnants of whiskey in and you can get a good sort of half a pint out of them but this one i asked them if they chopped the top off so yeah. that obviously it all evaporated but uh, it sits out there next to my sauna fill it with water i have to empty it depending on the temperature i have to empty it every so often because it gets a bit um you know it starts to stagnate obviously you can put a spoon of chlorine in or something but then obviously you're, you're bathing in chlorine um yeah. And it's not too bad if you've had a red hot sauna because you want to cool down. So even when you have to break the ice, it's, it's bearable. You know, there's there's a lot tougher things that I've done. There's yeah. a lot tougher things. But it's just that thing that I have FOMO, real bad FOMO. If I don't do it, I think I've missed out. You know, yeah. it's like if someone knocked on my door now, handed me a parachute and said, come on, Chris, go and jump. It's like there's no way i'd say no whereas most people it'd be the first thing they say would be you know okay it's a bit probably a bad example because i'm because i've am got my skydiving license but let's just say <laughs> i once saw this um program once oh this was wicked there, there used to be a program on the telly where you would nominate your mate for some really stupid shit, and it was great so the camera crew and the and the um reporter or you know the presenter rather was going down the high street and i think it was a jeweler shop or something they they went right he's in here he, he works in here and they all burst through the door and they said is your name john yeah your friends with your friend dave has said you're up for anything yeah don't want to change your mind nah said, okay come with us right next thing they put the guy on a plane and they're taking him to austria and the presenters right, right, John, sure you don't want to change your mind. He's like, nah. <laughs> right, right. It's just this this geezer is like zen, zen cool. Gets to Austria, take him up in Austria's highest cable car. <laughs> John, it's not too late to change it. No. So right, John, we brought you here today for the world's highest bungee jump. Have you done a jump, bungee jump before? No. So, you sure you don't want to change your mind about this one? No. And that was it. And do you know what? I just decided that's the person I'm always going to be. Just up for anything. No fear. Just do it. And and it's done me well. <laughs> it's got me in some, some scrapes. Um, the other day I went, I was out with a load of my um, veteran marine brothers and, you know, they, they they were kind of the, what what we call old school that they'd served a lot of them had served in the Falklands they were a little bit before my time not not a lot but a bit before my time and and um they were they some of them they you could see they they were they they couldn't get your heads around why someone for example would experiment with uh, substances for the first time or you know go to a rave party or they just it was alien to them, and got I got asked, you know, like why. And I'm um, to be careful what I say. I don't want to sound like I'm promoting <laughs> dangerous life choices, but it's um, yeah. I wanted the answers in life. I probably didn't know that I wanted the answers in life, but it. Looking back now, it seems like I've got quite a few. Um, and um, yeah, just
1: I I tell you what, Chris, I, I'm very grateful for you, and I'm very grateful for who you are because. There are certain people who shine their light, like we were talking at the beginning, who come from a background where you you command respect, you know, because of what you've done and what you're doing now. And um, I know probably people in the past have said to you, well, thank you for your service. In another life, you've had that. But at the moment, I thank you for your service because, and I say this, you know, open-heartedly, there are not enough men Yeah, who are actually standing up and being the true versions of themselves. There are people out there. And um, I don't know whether you know AJ Roberts, but he's doing fantastic work. And there are other people who are standing up and and, and really speaking their truth and being authentic. But, um, you know, my friend uh, Dan introduced me to you about 18 months ago. He said, check out this guy on YouTube. And I really think what you're doing is really powerful. And, um, you know, I just want to say I'm really grateful because... You know, we need people. We need strong men. Uh, we need people who've got co- respect and who've done things to actually stand up and 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 be be the light. So I just need to say that it's a, it's important uh, for me to acknowledge the fact that you're doing great work. And and I will say another thing as well because I had a I had quite a delve uh, a few weeks ago on your site. I'm just going to say this. I went through a lot of your videos. I, I watched bits and pieces, but. I spent about two two and a bit hours, and I guarantee you, YouTube are shadow banning you. I guarantee it. I don't. I worked it out from looking at other people's channels that your figures are not the true figures. It they they can't be. Have is, you have you thought it, about that? Is it
0: because of my stunning good looks?
1: I I think that's probably eighty percent of it. I reckon. I I um, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Uh, but I, I, I worked it out because I've got a YouTube channel and I've got no subscribers compared to you. I've got about a thousand and I get 250 hits on my little videos that I do with no reach. And you've got a lot more. Um, and some of the, some of the videos I was looking at, I was, I was like, that is not a true figure. That is not a true figure. So I just wanted to throw that in there and say, I think you're reaching a lot more people than you think you are I don't think YouTube are giving you the figures so I don't know what you think about that I don't know whether I've said the wrong thing but I yeah I I made a decision fairly
0: recently I'm just I'm sort of going to shut all that off yeah I'm just going to do what I want you know I Mm. there's conversations I want and I want to chat with anyone it's not I'm not just like a spiritual guy or or you know uh, and, and and I'm not on a mission to wake people up I started this channel because I want to chat to people that I want to chat to. That's it. Um, Some of the most fascinating chats have been the ones that you wouldn't have thought were going to be particularly sort of, you know, highbrow. Um, I would love to chat to my local or one of my local refuse collectors. I want to know what's it like doing that job? Is it true you can crack open a can of Stella as you're driving, you know, (laughs) when when you're doing the morning round, as long as you get the work done. Because I've seen uh, that yeah. that chap who won the, the million pounds on the lottery and then spent it all on smashing... Michael. Yeah, Michael. Yeah, I'd love to get him. If anybody watching knows Michael, I, I tried messaging him back in the day, but I, but I remember someone's left a comment about him and went, do you know what? He's a refuse collector now and he loves it. Cracks his can of Stella in the morning, drives along, empties... And I thought, just brilliant, brilliant. I, everyone's got a story. That's um, the one. Everyone's yeah. got got a story. Um, so, yes, yes. I'll tell you what, Eli, that's a really kind thing you said to me. Thank you ever so much.
1: It's great, Chris. Yes. I, I think you should go on a world tour, mate. I think you should pick three of your favourite buddies, go on a world tour of Northumbria.
0: I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. I don't have to go to Cornwall, do I?
1: <laughs> I don't know where you live. It could be anywhere. You're saying the world. Put it this way.
0: Cornwall's like just there. Is it? <laughs> Bastards.
1: <laughs> oh, I get it. No, yes. no. I I, I I, genuinely, I think that, um, you know, what you're doing is absolutely brilliant. And, um, you know, have you thought about going on the road? Have you thought about doing that? Um, Would you do it?
0: it? I have to be careful. What, one thing I've realized is I'm, I'm good at being me and doing my shit. When I start getting other people involved, it it doesn't normally turn out well for me. <laughs> or it can, just becomes heartache for all concern. Um yeah, if it if it was that. if it was me holding the reins, um yeah, that could 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 be good. I mean, Saturday Duncan Duncan, Shaman Duncan, who's been on the show, invited me to a sweat lodge at his um his property, which is in North Wales and Ah, it was great. Rocked up there, met let, let's just say twenty people who I didn't hadn't yet met. I don't want to avoid the word strangers because when none of us are strangers, are we? Not in not when we mix in these, you know, in these dimensions. And it was a phenomenal experience. It was pretty tough. It was a bit like a muddy sauna in the dark. Um, but it, do you know what? How often in life do you just stop and have a ceremony where you you give thanks to the great spirits, that's the as above, isn't it? And mother mother earth, that's the so below, the, the the firmament and the physical. And do you get a chance to say what you're grateful for? I mean a lot i I was quite surprised that there was some trauma coming out of some people without going into too much detail. Um, and I was pleasantly surprised that when it came to my turn to say, you know, what do I wish for? Well, I don't wish for anything. That's not, to me, that's not, you know, I understand it's a, it's a process for people and I wasn't trying to be a dickhead or anything, but it's just, I I, I was pleasantly surprised I don't wish for anything. I just want it to continue being just like this because it's, it's perfect and everything comes good in the end. I just know it does. Um but it what a wonderful experience, uh, and and uh, so yeah, I do like getting out on the road. I love traveling. I love I'd love to get back to traveling, but obviously, when you're a family person, you've got other people to to consider take <laughs> take him with you. Um. So it's so um. Yes, I'd like to go on the road, but there's so much stuff, Eli, that I'd I'd like to do. It's but I'm a one man band, pr- pretty much. Everything comes from me. And and by the time you've looked at your email inbox in the morning, which they say don't do, and I don't always do, um, or you've done a wonderful podcast like this, there's not a lot of time left in the day. Uh, I find it incredible that some people can be so organized. Um, So, yeah, so I'm currently looking for an editor in the Philippines. I've been recommended a couple of websites where you can get real good editors that, that... obviously they the cost of living over there's a lot less so so you don't have to pay a lot because there isn't a lot of money in podcasting to pay to be honest um so yes to answer your question yeah i'm always up for anything really i'm up for anything what i will say is a public speaking the last public speaking gig i did i spoke to a group of business delegates at um a famous race course up in the north i can't remember the name of it because i'm
1: main <laughs> not... <Aintree. laughs> no, no. there's only one same tree yes no i think it's
0: further north than aintree um yeah, really. but uh Preston. it was it wasn't a very pleasant experience <laughs> to be honest it was okay but i that the host was just being a dick he was insisting that i that i like I play victim mode for because of the addiction thing, and I'm like, Fuck off, it's you know every experience in my life has just been the best bloody thing I've ever experienced, even if it was a bit hard at the time. um, I don't play, yeah, but you're that for life now, you know I've so, said oh you you listen to Russell Brand too much." <laughs> oh, he's a friend of mine. I was like, "Well, yeah." Well, well I'm not. You know, yeah,
1: I'm fucking off then.
0: <laughs> Clearly, I said I'm not afraid of anything, and I live my life. And if I want to have a beer this afternoon, I'll have a beer. I I choose not to, or I try try to, because um, you that you can have pe- pe- it.
1: People do try and put you in a prison, don't they?
0: Yeah, I just I I you know. I it 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 was just funny because here's the thing: how do you to talk to people that? aren't even fourth dimension i mean they're business delegates they're just and i'm not judging here i used to be there i mean i used to i had a mobile phone when nobody knew what they were i had a bmw it was about three years old when, when i was running my business and i was still in the marines at the time and everyone was just like how the hell did you get that um so i've done you know i've done the 3d thing but how do you talk to a group of delegates that are all or business people that that are clearly third dimension when everything that's really important to use fifth dimension. Yeah. And I know that you can, if I was a much cleverer person with a more astute mind and a lot of planning or perhaps someone that could help me with stuff, I could probably put something a bit good together to say, Hey folks, you know, it's not all about the money. Um, money, money's great. But if you're not feeling it, if you're doing the, you know, the bottle, bottle of wine a night or two bottles of wine, which has become quite normal for a lot of people. Um, you know you need to start doing some inner work best start asap because it it can take a while that kind of stuff um so yeah it's, it's it in interesting <laughs> eli there's a there's a lot i want to do you know
1: i like the fact chris that you're you're living in that precious present moment You know when you when you said about being in the sweat lodge and you said i didn't wish for anything that that is a sign that you're living in that precious present moment and uh i got this meme on my computer and i i i I put it out there sometimes and it's a clock and it's just got now 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 instead of all the numbers you know and and it seems that that's where you're at and that is a beautiful that is the place to be because like you said earlier there is no past and there is no future there is only now and uh you know there is can-
0: now and it's also so fundamental to understand there's no such thing as bad experiences that's a, that's a that's a, a societal construct to keep you in the prison there's mm-hmm. only experience why do i say that because if you don't have a few quote unquote tough experiences how you, how are you going to learn like to be awesome you know <laughs> you're not going to know how because it's off the back of tough experiences that you develop your qualities and your knowledge and your understanding and your empathy was the big one you know you get kicked in the teeth on addiction the the, one of the greatest qualities you come out of it with is empathy you suddenly get it you know you suddenly i remember my my best friend well i say my best friend but you know had technically been my best friend at the time and 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 my my dad were like, what in, What do you mean you want to go and help kids in Mozambique and work for free? Could not get their heads around it. Why didn't I just get a job down a high street selling carpets? You know, five hundred quid a week. What? Why is that not good? What? I ha- universe was just calling me. Hmm. Universe was calling me. It was my time. I know. Before anyone says that you can help kids in this country, I get. But that wasn't. That wasn't my calling. My calling was was um, work for free in Mozambique for six months, teaching street kids, and just one of the most incredible experiences, both for me and for them, because yeah. I was a bit mental back in the day. Um, yeah, it was incredible, but there you go. Off, off, if if I hadn't been through the, the trauma of addiction, I wouldn't have then also been working on a beautiful paradise beach in Mozambique, uh, in 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 amongst the bullet holes and landmines, I should say, because it's post-war Mozambique, um, with these awesome kids swimming in swimming in the, in off the reef and diving down and looking up, and all these li- little black legs where, where your whole class of kids are all swimming with you. It was just oh my wow. god! How can you s- say that life just isn't isn't awesome? You know, and and the, and that 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 we're not too. So, Eli, look you're more than welcome to come back on the show anytime you like, because this has just been a, hasn't this been a good conversation friends? If, if you thought so, could you chuck us a like and leave a comment below? Uh, answer me this in the comments below. Do I invite Eli back on? Do I try and borrow a fiver from him? <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> Eli stay on the line. Thank you so much. I do appreciate because we went straight into it, which is, sometimes the best way on a podcast. We didn't talk a lot about your story, but we'll do that next time. Um, now that we've given people a bit of a, bit of a taster and, uh, yes, stay on the line, Eli, but much, much love to you and yours. And thank you so much. The same for everyone out there. Thanks to everyone who supported us financially, whether it's Patreon locals or just becoming a YouTube member for as little as one ninety nine a month. And, uh,